57 to 67 and BYU 66, our final score here at the Spano Center in Stockton. Cougars had a chance to win it, a couple of chances really to win it late as Jack Williams after missing both free throws with about 15 seconds to go. BYU's 15 seconds of possession, down one, shot to win the game, either a two or a three, but they were going for two and just your hard net, drove it to the hoop. Threw a lot of contact, and there was traffic, and he kind of threw it wildly off the window. No good. Yoli in position for a tip. Couldn't secure it cleanly. Rebound tracked down on the corner by stop by Pacific. They lost it to Zach Selyus. His shot on the baseline came after the buzzer, and Pacific wins it by one. And so a week after losing in heartbreaking fashion to St. Mary's, BYU loses in... Uh, you could say more heartbreaking fashion because it's a game you have to win. You simply have to come to Pacific and take care of business, and BYU did not tonight. And So if it comes to contending in a conference championship hunt, these are the kinds of games you need to get and the kinds of games that have tripped BYU up historically. And yet again, Mark, yet again, one of those lower-tier teams gets the Cougars, this time in Stockton. BYU's early seven-point lead vanished. BYU trailed by seven at the break, got back in front. But when they got back in front, there was a really key stretch with a two-point lead in which the Cougars missed their next five shots from the field as the Tigers missed five or six in a row from the field. And it was when they got those stops that could not convert on the offensive end. The lead was not pushed, and ultimately it came back to haunt. And uh, close, but not quite, here at the Spano Center. Yeah, obviously super frustrating. Uh, the game was lost in the first half. Uh when you play with fire, you're going to get burned eventually. And BYU let the Pacific get a lead, and then you're in a battle, and then you're kind of at the whim of fate as uh, Pacific was kind of getting the paint, throwing up crazy shots, and they were going. And and uh, I mean, credit Pacific, very aggressive. That's how they play. They put it on the floor and go to the rim, try and throw up something, and hope they get fouled or get the. And they did get fouled, and and so when when you get to that situation, even though BYU played a better second half, you, you know sometimes they go and sometimes they don't. I like the last play. Uh, I think that's a smart play. Jashir gets to the rim. He drew the big guys, which forced a bad shot. But because he did that, it looked like Yoli, and we'll have to see the replay, Yoli would be in a good chance to kind of tip that in. That's kind of a good play to run at the end. It, not Even not so much making the first shot, but you, you're in a position to tip it in. And he just couldn't corral it, goes to the uh, to the sideline, and Zach almost gets it off in time. But but uh, that's the way that's the ball the way the ball bounces. But when you're in that position, you're open to those kind of things happening. And BYU was in that position because of how they played in the first half. Just got overly uh, they got just beat by Pacific. They were, Pacific was the aggressor. They were stronger. They were they wanted to win this game more than BYU in the first half. Came out very aggressive and. And because of that, BYU was in a close game at the end. And when you're in a close game, it could go either way. It's just the nature of it. And it goes the way of the Tigers, who get their best win of the year by far. They were 6-10 and 10 coming into tonight. And uh, their Ken Pomeroy rating among the metrics you want to look at is 218. And BYU had not lost a game outside the top 200, uh, top 100 all year. And they lose to a 218 team tonight in Pacific. The Tigers on the year... We're shooting 47% on their twos. That's 263rd nationally. They shot 65% on two-point field goals tonight. So many times they would drive, flip it up, and would find the bottom of the hoop. They didn't take a lot of threes. They don't make a lot of threes anyway. They were 2 of 13 from distance. BYU was 6 of 16. But the Tigers on the night made four more field goals, and their two-point number at 65% was decisive this evening. The Tigers win on 13 of 23 shooting from the free throw line. BYU 16 of 23, and the Cougars missed a huge front end in the final minute or so of this game. Two points went begging, and ultimately they lose by one. 
on this night. BYU shoots subpar from the uh, free throw line this evening. BYU 47% field and the Tigers 52% from the field. This Tiger team, eighth in the WCC in field goal percentage, shoots 52% against an improving BYU defensive team. 38% of the Cougs from the arc, the uh, Tigers 15. BYU shoots 69.6% free throw line and the Tigers shoot 56.5%. BYU 11 assists, 11 turnovers, Pacific 10 assists and 8 turnovers. Leading scorer for BYU, Elijah Bryant, 29 points. Yoli Childs 13, 12 coming after halftime, but his first half was really a struggle. Worthington 9, Hardnet 6, Hawes 7, TJ a 3 of 10 shooting night. And unfortunately for TJ, he's had more bad nights than good this year shooting it. Didn't make a 3 tonight, 0 for 3, and 3 of 10 from the field. And uh, he's, got, he's got to be the third guy. They have to find more scoring from TJ Haas as they, prog- as they proceed. Only two bench points for BYU. And the Cougars were outscored 16-2 by the reserves. Pacific, 22 points from Tripp, 16 from Reynolds, 10 from Small. Sixes for Gallinat and Towns, four for Oconquo, and three for Williams. BYU's outscored in the paint by eight. Outscored the Tigers by four off of turnovers, by five on second chance, by two on fast break. The bench again went to uh, Pacific 16-2. 11 ties, six lead changes. BYU's large lead was seven, but it came very early in this game. Pacific's large lead was eight late in the first half. Pacific led for about 15 minutes. BYU led for about 17 minutes, and the game was tied for about between between 8 and 9 minutes. Final score, Pacific 67 and BYU 66. The Cougars outscored the Tigers by 6 after halftime after trailing by 7 at the break, and it was at in the first half when this game appeared to be lost by BYU tonight. Take a look at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, uh, what is there to talk about that we haven't discussed yet that might be uh, might be something else we'd find in tonight's box score? Well, you mentioned their high shooting percentage, 52%, and that's with 15% from the three-point line. That, that's pretty remarkable that uh, Pacific could win that game and shoot that high percentage just shooting 15%, but that's kind of their... Like, like we said, that's how they like to play, and they were particularly good at getting to the rim tonight, scoring inside the paint the two-point shots, even though really was dry from the three-point land. And uh, that, that's a, uh, you know, that's that's tough. The BYU idea went to the zone a couple times, Greg. I thought that would be a good play. Oconquo back behind got a couple lobs, and I think BYU had to go away from it because of that. But I think it might have been better served when you're getting so beat up on the, the two-point percentage shots, Greg, to, to make them shoot some threes. And, and BYU just either couldn't play the zone or didn't want to play the zone, and I think it hurt them. Pacific, a 32% three-point team, shot less than half of that tonight percentage-wise, yet took only 13 threes, made just the two, and found a way to win it. So BYU falls to 13-4, and four, and... Mark, to this point, we can say they really didn't have a bad loss this year. UTA hasn't played great, but people are, people respect UTA. Alabama's Alabama, St. Mary's St. Mary's, but uh, Pacific, that's a tough one. Uh, it'll show up as a, as a dent uh, in the Cougars' postseason resume. And, again, to, to contend in this conference, it's just so tough to stay a pace of Gonzaga and St. Mary's when you, uh, when you lose games that uh, those teams generally don't. And we'll see what transpires. Uh, They've already played Gonzaga and St. Mary's and lost to them both so far, Pacific, that is. Uh, we'll see how things go down the stretch, but uh, certainly it's an early hurdle for the Cougars to overcome tonight here in Stockton. Tigers 67, Cougars 66. Much more coming up from Stockton. Coming up next, it's uh, Jason Shepard and Cougar Post Game Live here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Celius another three. Got it again! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. BYU loses a tough one tonight in Stockton, 67-66 to the Pacific Tigers. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. Before we get to scores from the National Football League, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. It's wild card weekend in the NFL. Both visiting teams walk away victorious. In the first game of the day at Arrowhead Stadium, the Titans rally to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 22-21. to And then in Los Angeles tonight, the Atlanta Falcons head into L.A. They beat the Rams 26 26- to 13. Earlier today, it was the BYU women's basketball team hosting Pacific. Cougars get the win at the Marriott Center, 77-65. to Another career night for Malia Nawahine. Thursday night, she had a career-high 23. Tonight, a career-high 25 points. Also, really nice game for Sarah Hampson. Eight points to go along with a career-high 13 rebounds, and she tied her career-high with nine block shots. Men's volleyball trying to rebound from last night's loss to Loyola Chicago, hosting Lewis University today at the Smith Fieldhouse. Nice bounce-back victory for the Cougars. They defeat Lewis University by a score of 3-1. to one. Top 25 college basketball scores. Number two, Duke upset by NC State. Wolfpack get the win over the Blue Devils, 96-85. to 85. It was Villanova over Marquette, 100-90. to 90. Providence defeats number five, Xavier, 81 to 72. West Virginia defeating Oklahoma 89-76. Virginia on top of North Carolina 61-49. TCU loses at home to the Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas with an 88-84 win on the road. It was LSU upsetting number 11 Texas A&M by a point 69-68. Purdue on top of Nebraska 74-62. Colorado does it again just two nights after defeating number 4 Arizona State. They defeat number 14 Arizona 80 to 77. A final in Tennessee. They defeat Kentucky 76 to 65. It was Texas Tech on top of K-State 74-58. Number 19 Gonzaga winning in Los Angeles over LMU 85 to 66. Seton Hall wins at Butler 90 to 87. Auburn defeating number 22 Arkansas 88 to 77 and Clemson defeating Louisville 74 to 69. Coming up next the rest of the night in the West Coast Conference. Your final score from Stockton, California. BYU loses to Pacific Tigers defeating the Cougars 67 to 66. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU falls on the road at Pacific 67-66. to We'll get you back to the Spano Center coming up in just a second. Other games in the West Coast Conference, only one in action. San Diego hanging tough on the road at St. Mary's. It is 47-39. Toreros with the lead over the Gale, 14-38 to go in the second half. I mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago in our last segment, Gonzaga winning at LMU, 85-66. to San Francisco winning. Wins at Pepperdine, eighty to sixty-seven, and Santa Clara with the home win over Portland, sixty-nine to sixty-eight. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back to the Spano Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Stockton, sixty-seven sixty-six Pacific over BYU, and you heard it all right here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! TJ does it again! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back courtside here to the uh, Spano Center in Stockton, California. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant visiting with our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show, Luke Worthington. Luke follows up a nine-point night at USF with another nine-point effort on a perfect night from the field, three of three, and a career-high three block shots in 29 minutes as BYU falls to Pacific tonight by a score of 67 to 66. Uh, Luke, uh, maybe just kind of a player's summation on how you uh, look at how things unfolded tonight and uh, your perspective, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. I mean, just disappointing. Uh, we came out and didn't play our basketball, which is frustrating. Um, we're, we're a good team when we do what we do, and we saw tonight that if we don't do what we do, um, then anybody can beat anybody. It's a good league. you got to give credit to Pacific. They're really good players, and they got going early and um, played their game well. So. Seemed like halftime was a good reset for you. You guys began the second half really well. You get to the first time out, felt like a new ball game again, and uh, that was a good response. Yeah, came out with energy and finally started um, making plays. I think we we were the aggressors coming out of the half, which makes all the difference in the world. Um, And, yeah, I I mean, I think there were spurts in the game when we were playing right. Um, Unfortunately, not enough of them. Well, Luke, uh, I know this is tough. I, like, I thought you played well. I think you've been playing good basketball. And what maybe give us an idea? I know obviously, Pacific played well tonight. But what was the, the kind of the game plan going in? What were some of the things you're concerned about with Pacific? And uh, just overall, what your, what the, the approach was to this game? Um, they're a they're a team that's pretty aggressive um, when it comes to rebounding. Um, they're, they're not exactly maybe an elite school when it comes to shooting in comparison with some of the other teams that we play, but but they're very aggressive on the offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds, so we knew that with their length we'd, we need to be aggressive on the boards. Um, and, at, again, at different points we, we were able to do our best, but at, at other times it slid from us. And so I think overall they did a pretty good job of, of scouting us as well and were able to attack gaps. But... Yeah, I mean, that, that was a big key for us, rebounding and making sure that we played um, defense the way we typically do. Just just didn't work out for us um, as well as we wanted it to. All right, uh, Luke Worthington, our guest here on the Cougar Locker Room Show. A brief break. We'll come back and uh, a closing comment or two from Luke as we continue here in Stockton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
BYU falls to Pacific tonight, 67-66, to now into five games here. At the Spano Center as a WCC member, BYU's record falls to 3-2. and two. Luke Worthington with us after a nice night for Luke on nine points, four rebounds, and three blocks. So you were here a week ago uh, in terms of dealing with disappointment, Luke, and here you are a week later having to bounce back again, and you guys responded really well to the St. Mary's setback, and this BYU program, as you've seen over your years, is, is pretty darn resilient. Yeah. I, I was proud. Um, I mean, not that uh, I'm a coach or... I'm just one of the guys, but I, I was really proud as a teammate, one of the team members, uh, the way we responded and the way we played at San Francisco. That was an important win for us. And, and again, like you said, we're a resilient team, and I, I just you know know that we're going to need to have a good few practices. And you have to control what you can control. You have to realize that it's a game, and um, you know the team that executes better ends up winning, and that's what happened tonight. And we just have to look at... <laughs> What, what happened and, and improve from here. That's the only thing you can do is, is move forward, and we're just, we're just excited to play again. We need to get this behind us. That's, that's one of the best things about this conference, that you play a lot of games, so we're looking forward to next week. Well, Luke, it's a tough uh, transition always that first year back up to mission, but I like, I like where your game is going. How do you feel like uh, things are going for you personally in your game? Um. I just, you know, continually try to improve. Same thing as what our team is doing. Um, do everything I can, all the little things. Uh, most of all, I want to make sure that everyone is getting the best opportunity. I love these guys, and we've got a lot of really good elite players, and they're going to make the shots when they're open. <laughs> um, tonight, not as many fell, but my number one priority is making sure that everyone plays to the best of their ability, and, and I hope that going forward we can just keep building and, and that that happens for us. Well, Luke, thanks for your time. Tough to talk after this one, but we'll see you back in town. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, that's guys. Luke Worthington, team captain Luke Worthington. We'll come back with Coach Dave Rose next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Stockton, California, the Spano Center. Around 3,000 fans tonight saw the home team Tigers defeat BYU by a score of 67-66. to BYU head coach Dave Rose now with us now on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. And uh, Coach Rose, a couple of uh, late looks uh, to maybe get this one done, and it didn't go your way tonight. Uh, battle to the end. Yeah, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, when, when you lose these close games, um, that you, you always, you know, tend to, just look at the last couple, two or three possessions, and you know that that's that, that's not the formula in this situation. I mean, we we were uh, we were just really stagnant and we were really stale in the first half tonight, and and that surprises me because I really haven't seen that from this team uh, except maybe one other time at the UMass game uh, where our first half was really. Um, just you know not not connected not emotionally competitive together as a group just kind of playing off on your own and and um you know this is a this is a team that's been successful when when we play as a team and second half we found it but uh, we'd already turned these guys on and 
and they're really good athletes. I mean, I, I, like we talked in the, in the pregame show that uh, I saw a lot of these guys play uh, in junior college. I saw, uh, you know, the transfers play when they were in Division One. So um, they're, they're still trying to really find themselves as a team. But tonight they just really made plays. And, and, and they're the, exactly the plays that we scouted them to make. And we weren't able to stop them. Uh, you know, you look at their shooting percentages, 4 for 6, 3 for 4, 5 for 11, 2 for 4, 8 for 13. I mean, these are guys that uh, had really, really good offensive nights, shot 52% from the field. And I think a lot of it was them making really, you know, some tough shots, but we just not, we didn't give them our best, uh, you know, defensive effort for 40 minutes. And and you leave it on the table here and, and – uh, you know, crazy things happen at the end, and it's it's it, I mean, it's just really disappointing. It's disappointing, similar to the, the the game last week where we have a lead late in the half, and we just need to make a couple stops, and we just need to, you know, kind of score the ball, and we can't get stops, and then we come up empty, and so uh, <laughs> kind of like we we've invented the formula for the, for this team not to win games, and we we, we got to find a way to uh, become way better at uh, executing down the stretch and win a close one. Coach, you called them a straight-line team, and tonight a lot of those straight lines ended up in baskets at the hoop and some crazier than others, but they shot 65% on their twos tonight, but that kind of is their M.O., like you say, right? Yeah, yeah. and so, you know, the next time we play them, you know, hopefully our, our guys will we, – we've, we've played so many teams this year where we've been just, you know, really scared of the three-point line, and the three-point line has, uh, you know, been something that we've spent so much time on, and – and then we played some other teams like, you know, Texas Southern and some other games where uh, they're really driving teams, and, and we got we got to do a good job of being in the gap. And tonight we were just so inconsistent in our ability to get in that gap and actually stop them from from penetrating deep. And they don't, they don't like to kick that ball out much. I mean, they take that thing and they get their head down and, and they, they get in there pretty good, you know. Hey, Coach, on paper, I, I would think this might be a team you'd you'd like to zone. I know you went a couple times to it and uh, maybe got hurt a little bit on it, but it, would that be something next time around you think more doing with a, a team that doesn't particularly shoot the ball well? They're, they're so good offensive rebounding the ball, yeah. you know, and uh, that was our issue. We thought we might be able to get it stopped, but then we didn't have matchups to man uh, to block out, and, and with that big fella in there, uh, they, they threw lob to him a couple times, and, you know, we, we got in a uh, tough situation as far as foul trouble was, was you know, with that one play where they drove it. I mean, it just it, we'll have to go back and watch the film, but it, it's just amazing how they could drive our zone, they could drive our man, they could drive, uh, you know, just their physical presence, uh, you know, put us on our heels. Coach Dave Rose with us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coach Show. We'll take a break and get some final thoughts from the coach. BYU falls here at Stockton by a score of 67-66 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so Pacific defeats to BYU by a score of 67-66 to tonight here at uh, Spano Center in Stockton. Greg Rubel with Mark Durant and uh, Dave Rose, the head coach of the Cougars. And uh, Elijah Bryant was tremendous uh, tonight to Dave. 29 points, made 10 of his 15 shots, all of his free throws. And uh, and Yoli, kind of an uneven night, but really responded well after halftime, I thought. 
Yeah, and and you know I think that uh, you know Eli is playing you know a lot of minutes for us, and you know hopefully we can maybe limit some of his reps in practice to, to keep him fresh. But uh, it's uh, he, you know he's playing well. We need we need some of the the other guys to kind of step up and 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 help this group. But uh, I, I I'm not. I mean tonight it's 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 just more about. Uh, uh, competing as a group together, you know, I think that uh, I think we've had problems over the years of, of maybe guys getting distracted a little bit and worried about um, you know a lot of other things. And uh, and I thought th- I, th- I think that this group is is more focused and more together. But tonight we we kind of slipped the other direction. I think. Yeah, I think that's kind of the frustration is this team, uh, you know, what didn't seem as susceptible to tonight happening as you would think, but. Uh, it did happen. What, what do you think the mindset? Obviously, everyone knows it's terrible losing. It's not a good feeling in the locker room. But how do you feel this team will will take a setback like this in the locker room and just the mentality of this team? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, just some of the other losses, it's been, you know, good to come back and, and, and get started on a, a fresh, uh, you know, try to get another winning streak put together. I mean, that's what we need to do. We need to get to... Uh, there's not a lot of room for error for, you know, trying to compete in this league, um, and and so you you, you just got to get better. That that's I think the probably the the most important thing of how we respond is that, I mean I thought I, I thought of, of all the things that happened here tonight that surprised me the most because of how good our shoot around today was. It was probably as good yeah, as what we've had, and and our guys seem to be really dialed in together, and then. Um, you know, the, the the first half we were just really disconnected. It's it's hard to really explain to people. I mean, they watch us play and they, you know, wonder why this or that. But it all starts with this group on the defensive end, and we were just making, you know, mistake after mistake defensively. And and they didn't, you know, it wasn't like they got out to a 15 or 20 point lead and we had to come back from that. They missed a lot of things, but but they they just got turned on. And you just you, these athletes are allowed to go and do what they're really good at. And then they're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger as the game goes on. And and the important thing is, is that you got to shut it down. And we might have got tricked a little bit the other night, you know, where we uh, we got out to lead and then we let it come back. And then hey, you know, we'll get to the this point of the game and then we'll finish it off. And you know, that's a dangerous way to play if if you want to win every game you play. And that's what we're trying to do. So uh, you know, hopefully we'll learn from it and and, and come back on on Monday and get ready for another week. As you said, it was much more than the final 15 seconds. Did you get what you, or one of the things you would have liked to get on the last possession? Yeah, we got, we got, uh, you know, a shot that Shears made quite a, made quite a few of those last night, or, or Thursday, Thursday yeah. night. And uh, and then Yo was right there for the rebound and just kind of went off his hands. And, you know, if he grabs that ball, I mean, he's going to jump up and dunk that thing. And But but that's, that's a tough, you know, a tough position to be in, a tough play to make with, you know, really big physical. And this was a really physical game. I think that the, um, the officials did a pretty good job of trying to manage it. But it was it was guys and knocking guys around pretty good, guarding really hard. And it was a great crowd. You know, uh, I think that probably their best crowd of the season, just from the film I've watched. And yeah. Cougar Nation showed up, and you know, showed up the other night too. It was a, a great Bay Area trip for you know BYU fans to as far as coming out and supporting us, and and hopefully that. Uh, you know we can, we can be. We got. We got to come. We come back here two more times. So hopefully we'll, uh, you know, be able to 
finish those games off. Okay, home road split next week, including back in the Bay Area, South Bay. So you'll have Pepperdine Thursday and then the Santa Clara on the weekend. Yeah, they're all tough. Yeah, they've all got film. They all are good coaches. They got players that are going to try to take us out of everything that we try to do. And you know, if it's uh, it, it, it's got to be a uh, combined effort together for 40 minutes for us to get wins, and especially on the road. All right, Dave, we'll see you back in town. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. Okay, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back and wrap it up from Stockton here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, uh, this is our closing segment from the Spano Center here in Stockton, California. Just under 3,000 fans on hand, and... Uh, Market's always tough to estimate, but calling it 50-50 probably wouldn't be too far off tonight. Is maybe even greater uh, a lean toward the BYU fan base. There are a lot of fans behind us on this side of the stadium, and just not enough to cheer tonight for BYU. And the uh, Tigers win it by one, 67 to 66. And uh, Cougars have had that one that one brilliant moment at uh, Brooklyn where they score on that uh, close to last second dunk, but a couple of real last-second heartbreaks the last two Saturdays. A game-winning shot didn't go against St. Mary's a loss in overtime then. And then tonight, down one, the perfect situation. And really, as Dave said, it kind of set up for either the make by Shear or the rebound by Yo, and neither converted. And as it is, BYU heads home after a one-on-one Bay Area split. Yeah, I mean, basketball is just so cruel sometimes, and uh, it, it wouldn't take much until BYU has, uh, you know, undefeated conference record and uh, eight, eight, uh, eight roads wins in a row. But uh, as, as it goes, BYU loses to St. Mary's. They lose here to Pacific, and it uh, uh, kind of feels like the end of the world. I mean, it's just the way basketball goes. But the, the frustrating part is, Greg, it, it, you know, we've seen a lot of teams over the years. The last couple of years have been not the greatest. Uh, you know, they're not obviously not bad, really good, actually, but – uh, they, they struggled with these type, types of games. I mean, this was their Achilles heel. I thought, watching this team, watching them play on the road this year, uh, I, I thought that uh, this would be a little bit different. And hopefully it can be going forward, but it seems like it's more the same. And you're looking up at St. Mary's and Gonzaga, and it's just like, oh, this again? And I, I think that's where kind of the frustration comes in because I thought maybe this team – you know, like they did at San Francisco. They would find a way, and it was frustrating to see that that didn't happen tonight. But, uh, you know, it's, again, a cruel mistress, and that sheer shot goes, or Yoli able to tip it in, and even Zach's shot a little quicker, and we're feeling pretty good. But, uh, you know, you just, like Dave Rose said, and, and like I said, the game was lost not on that play. It was in the first half. And really good teams, Greg, come out and take care of business and give you a consistent effort and don't let a team like Pacific hang around. Because when, when a team's able to hang around, get the confidence Dave was talking about, and those athletes start thinking, man, we got this, and uh, and then you get down where it's a close game at the end, who knows what shot's going to go in for either side. And so you're really tossing a coin at that point, and uh, you're going to lose some of those if you if you put yourself in that situation and started in that first half. Dave said he got them turned on. Yeah, and those players got, and it was tough to turn them off. Just enough of them. All right, that's going to do it from uh, Stockton. Let's say thanks to all those who made the broadcast possible. Our thanks and, of course, a great appreciation 
uh, great appreciation goes to our Cougar Nation audience, wherever you were or are listening tonight. Uh, Carter Malloy is our control board operator back east. Our network manager is Mike Tingle, and coordinating producer is Dave Shook. Cole Wissinger is our BYU Broadcasting control board operator. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our thanks to BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton for his stats work with us tonight. Of course, Dave Rose, Luke Worthington on the postgame. I call the commentary colleague, as always, Mr. Mark Durant. Thanks to Mark and everybody else involved in our broadcast this evening. BYU falls by one, 67-66, our final from the Spano Center. Next up, it is BYU home to Pepperdine. That'll be Thursday evening at the Marriott Center. Pepperdine lost at home today to San Francisco, a USF team that BYU defeated on Thursday. So home to Pepperdine, 6 o'clock radio pregame and a 7 o'clock tip. And then at Santa Clara next weekend, it'll be a 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time radio pregame and an 8 o'clock tip there at the Levy Center. So that's the week ahead. And then, of course, uh, Dave Rose's Coaches Show is Tuesday night at BYU TV. And you can request seats for that show, free seats, to be in our audience at byucougars.com slash rose show. We go on the air with our live studio audience at 6 o'clock on Tuesday evening. Hope to see you there. All right, for everybody, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you once again for tuning in. Cougars fall by one tonight in Stockton. And you heard it all right here. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Stockton, California.